Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Ron, let's go out to the fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, provided trusting providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years, where we find our friend Peter King, Odyssey NFL insider. Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin too. Peter, I hope we find you well today. All the talk here is about really the offensive coordinator. I mean, since we last spoke, Mike Tomlin's future seemingly solidified here uh, with Jerry Dulac breaking the news that there will be an extension forthcoming so let's talk coordinator and let's talk about some interesting names um zach robinson apparently going to be interviewed here cliff kingsbury is an interesting name to me jay gruden john gruden is john gruden going to get back in football at any point i know that's a open-ended question there or a convoluted question but your thoughts well he really wants to get back in um but now I mean, clearly, I think his ship sailed as far as being a head coach. But uh, I do think he's going to try to be an offensive coordinator somewhere. New Orleans has some interest. Uh, They've always been interested. That franchise has always been close to Gruden. It's weird. Even when he coached in Tampa, there was a lot of connections. So I would think he'd be a candidate there. Um you know, you're just going to have to decide whether you're okay with the baggage, quite honestly. Um, but, you know, I think he wants to get back in. Obviously, Jay Gruden does. And, and I was glad to see that uh, the Steelers reached out to, um, you know, somebody who's really earned his spurs under Sean McVay and Zach Robinson. So we'll see how all that goes. Peter, where are the big-name head coaches going to end up? Where is Harbaugh going to end up? Where is uh, Belichick going up? Where is Vrabel going to end up? I wish I knew, Ron. I mean, I think it's really interesting. I uh, I spoke to somebody on Sunday morning uh, in Atlanta, uh, and you know, I knew exactly where the – the kind of the call was, was coming from, I mean, this is somebody who knows the process in Atlanta very well and said to me that, um, you know, I just want to let you know that we are wide open and these interviews that we're doing are not just courtesy interviews. We really are surveying the field and we're going to get the best guy. And it's clear that, 
that the reason I spoke to this person uh, is that the owner wants to get the word out that they're not, this is not Bill Belichick's job to lose. He might get the job, but they're still wide open. They're interviewing Jim Harbaugh for a second time. I still think Harbaugh is going to end up with the Chargers. It's where the best quarterback is. Uh, The Chargers need him. He needs to be relevant early on. Um, So I I still think he goes to the Chargers. Vrabel has surprised me, the lukewarm interest in Vrabel. Um, And I think... You know what bothers me about this whole process, Ron? That uh, people can find reasons to not talk to somebody. And they can find, they might have perceptions. Like the perception on Vrabel is that he's kind of Belichick Jr. And he's really tough. He's hard to work with, all that other stuff. But how would you know all that? unless you sat down and talked to him and gave him a chance to see what he's really like as a person. And obviously you're not going to find out everything in a four hour interview with a guy, but I've been amazed that only one team out of eight has talked to Belichick. That to me is, I'm going to, this is too strong. That's foolish. That's foolish. It's like people trying to find reasons in 2020 to not sign Tom Brady. I, you know, I I mean, I understand he's a 43-year-old quarterback at the time or whatever he was. <clears throat> but that to me was, that was foolish also, a 42-year-old, whatever he was then. I, I don't get things like that. Why do you shut yourself off from people? So it's bizarre to me that one team has talked to Belichick and it looks like there's a good chance he's not going to get that job. So I don't know. I know Brian Callahan turned into the hot guy over the last four or five days. And so therefore Tennessee signed Brian Callahan before somebody else might have. And so that is interesting. But now that the Raiders are off the market, Tennessee's off the market, all of a sudden, I think a bunch of these guys who want these jobs, musical chairs are going to stop. And then we're going to basically see, what the future is. There's a lot of teams right now that are looking at sort of a two year window right now. Like uh, what I mean is they're not necessarily just looking at this for today. I'll give you a good example, the Rams. So the Rams, they're a fascinating team because in the next, by the end of 2024, I would expect that Matthew Stafford and Aaron Donald will will both have retired, you know, but at the latest by the end of next season. Maybe one or both of them will retire this offseason. I don't know. But so then you look at, let's say, the Rams, and you say, okay, so Sean McVay is going to coach the team this year. But if there's an exodus of stars and the only guy who he really wants to coach a quarterback, might it be time to go spend two years in a TV booth somewhere and then get paid $22 million a year to come back in 2028 and coach? And I don't mean to hijack this conversation, but 
there's a lot going on in the NFL right now that's a little bit different in terms of looking at coaches than there would be in a normal year. Peter, back to the Steelers coordinator question. I'm curious as to your thoughts on Cliff Kingsbury, his NFL tenure, his background. What you, Would you be intrigued by him? I'd definitely be intrigued. Um, I would be very intrigued. I mean, this is a guy who has tentacles into some of the most interesting and progressive quarterbacks to have played the game. You know, and you go Patrick Mahomes and – and uh, and Kyler Murray. And, you know, I think the interesting thing, I always tell people this about Cliff Kingsbury. You expect that you're meeting with a guy who wants to throw the ball 55 times a game. First meeting I ever had with him after he got the Cardinals job. <clears throat> In training camp that year, he started talking about what a great running team we're going to be. And we will be a great running team before we're a great passing team. And I thought, man, who am I listening to? And that year, I don't know what they were. They were first or second in the NFL in rushing. And so I think the mistake that people would think of, you know, like right now he's talked to the bears and he's going to talk to the Steelers. Interesting places. And you think, wow, they're, they're, they're going rogue. They're going revolutionary. The Bears are a running team. Steelers are a running team. You know, Walter Payton, Jerome Bettis. Well, I'll tell you this. If he gets one of these jobs, I guarantee you that that team will be a running team. And so that isn't to say he won't develop a quarterback. Mahomes loved him. I think a lot of people in the game – over the years have really respected him. He's a progressive thinker. Uh, and I think he's really smart. And I think what I always was impressed with, with Cliff Kingsbury is that, I mean, I know Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan. Okay. I'm not close to either one, but I know him. Okay. And I know that both those guys have infinite respect for Kingsbury uh, as a, a play designer, play caller, and developer of players. So I think he'd, I think somebody who gets him would be getting a good coach. Peter, how close are the Steelers to being a contender? I know they need a quarterback desperately. Uh, I mean, other than that, if they get the right guy, can, <clears throat> can they all of a sudden jump up? I think the biggest question for the Steelers right now is, you know, they got two employees – to add to the corporation this offseason. One is an offensive coordinator who has the ability to run the program the way he wants. Not to say that Tomlin can't have a say or anything like that, but the only way I would come and work for the Steelers now is, is, if, I'm, if, is if Mike Tomlin looked me in the eye and said, this is your offense, you make the call. Um. And and then the other employee is the quarterback. I don't know who it is. Is it Russell Wilson? Um, is it a low first-round pick? Uh, this is one of the deepest and most interesting quarterback crops in NFL draft history. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What that means as far as, uh, you know, how good you can do just, you know, figuring that you are going to draft somebody Obviously, that's always a huge question. You see, right now, it guarantees nothing for you to take Kenny Pickett number 20. And in two years, it hasn't guaranteed you a damn thing. And that's why, and I do not know what's going to happen, I would not rule out Russell Wilson there. I think if Mike Tomlin had his way, I think he'd want to get a guy who was a veteran quarterback in here or in there who uh, will make sure that you enter the season with a fighting chance against three teams in your division, all of whom have a better quarterback situation right now than you do. Peter, you've mentioned uh, Wilson several times on this show, and I think it piques people's curiosity for sure. Do you feel like he can still lead a team to a championship? Do you feel like he's still a really good player? And, and what are the mechanics of getting him, do you think? I think he's one of the – I think there's two quarterback mysteries in this offseason in the NFL. One is Kirk Cousins because he will not go back to Minnesota on a one-year contract. And a lot of people are going to say, wow, 36, he's going to be 36 next year, coming off a torn Achilles. Do we want to commit to him for two years? I would if I were a team. But we're also talking two years, $90 million which is excessive, but it's also the market. So uh, I'm not saying it's a bad deal or a bad idea. And the other one is Russell Wilson. And I have absolutely no idea what his market will be or what, a, you know, what, what people, how aggressive people will be. The attractive thing about Russell Wilson is that you don't have to pay him much. You pay him. I think you can pay him just about the NFL minimum because Denver is the team that owes him all his money. So, you know, uh, it's, it's a, it's almost like, you know, a free look at a guy, but the problem I see with Russell Wilson is you have to be all in to Russell Wilson because, you know, clearly he's going to be, he's going to talk the greatest game ever. And he's going to be effervescent, effusive, all that stuff. Russell Wilson has been damaged over the last two years. He used to be in Seattle. This is my team. I can change the plays. I can do this. I, you know, and all that. He was, he was his own guy and all that, even though he was entirely positive about it. Well, he got to Denver. The first year was a disaster. And the second year, uh, he had real, real issues, although they tried to mask them. He had real issues with Sean Payton. 
So all I'm saying, all I'm saying is that you got to have to, I, I don't know whether Mike Tomlin, when he sits down and studies Russell Wilson, whether he's really going to believe in Russell Wilson. If you bring him in there, uh, and the good thing for them is whoever he hires as his coordinator, he's going to have a huge say, I would think, because you're not going to bring in an offensive coordinator and say, oh, by the way, we'll tell you who your quarterback is. If they hire a coordinator by pick a day, by February 10th or whatever it is, maybe earlier than that, at that point, they're going to have time before anything happens in free agency. They're going to have time to study all these guys, and they're going to know whether they want to take a Russell Wilson or whether they want to wait until the draft. So the timing anyway is positive for them. All right, Peter, before we let you go, get a quick take on the two games this weekend. Uh, first of all, I mean, Baltimore and Casey, I'm a big believer. I don't think that uh, Mahomes is going to win seven Super Bowls, but I'm not sure he's not the greatest quarterback who ever played the game. Uh, he's not going to win seven like Brady. What do you see in KC Baltimore? Well, I was at the I was in their locker room Sunday night after the game in Buffalo and um it's Ron, you know, there is just this feeling in that room in Pat we trust. You know, it's just really they just have this feeling that they're going to win every game. I mean, how ridiculous is it that this guy has been the starter for six years and he's gone to the conference championship game six times. It's, it's, it's insane. It's insane. Brady did Brady didn't do that. I mean, I, I just, I'm wowed by this guy because I'm telling you that was a tough environment the other day. And I don't think home field really means anything when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't care. He laughs at that stuff. He's like Brady. And I, I think I think one of the interesting things about this game this week is that both of these quarterbacks have so much Brady in them. Lamar won't say it. Um, he loves Tom Brady. That's the guy who he's trying to model himself after. And Mahomes, obviously, has been very open in talking like that. And, you know, Lamar told me the other day, in essence, that my whole thought all year is get the 13 wins, uh, we got to find a way to get the one seed. And then we're only two games at home away from going to the Super Bowl. And I got this feeling, Ron, I was lucky this weekend. I was, you know, in with the Ravens on Saturday night and Kansas City on Sunday night, and they ended up being the two teams that won. But what was so interesting about the Ravens, to me anyway, is that they all are acting like, the regular season was nice, but we've been here before, and we don't care about anything other than getting to the Super Bowl. Lamar, he, he almost he almost puts a pshaw on the MVP. He just, I just don't think he cares that much about it, and he really cares about winning this. There, he and Mahomes are both like Brady. Brady once famously said to to uh, one of his linebackers with the Bucks, I think it was Devin White, who was pissed about not making the Pro Bowl one year. And Brady looks over at him and he goes, hey, he said, we don't give an F about the Pro Bowl. 
All we care about is the Super Bowl. And so, you know, I mean, and I think these two guys are the same way. It's going to be a fun game on Sunday. All right, Peter, a little quick question and answer like we do every week. Are you prepared for this? Ready. Yeah, I've been studying, by the way. <laughs> I've been studying well, about all these things. Yes. And I'm going to answer. Ev- I'm not going to give you any excuses this time. All right. Every answer in two words or less. Well, you were on site for the first question the other day. The most star-crossed franchise really in NFL history is the Bills, Browns, Lions, or somebody else? Cleveland Browns. Patrick Mahomes is already a top-five quarterback of all time. Absolutely. Which of the two teams is more likely to take a fall next season, a serious fall? The Bengals or the Browns? Browns. Aaron Rodgers will be a star next season. True. Do you like the fumble out of the end zone, lose possession rule in the NFL? Don't care. Josh Allen will win a Super (laughs) Bowl. Two words, great. He will win a Super Bowl someday. Absolutely, yes. The Browns should have kept Baker Mayfield. No. My esteemed colleague, Ron Cook, says the Steelers should consider trading T.J. Watt, at least take calls. Would you do that? That's a good yeah. one, huh? That's a good one, now huh? I lie, now I'm lying. Now I'm lying because you can't, you, I, I would listen about every player because somebody might offer me something insane, but I would not trade T.J. Watt unless somebody offers me three ones or some, something ridiculous. Lastly, Jared Goff is better than Brock Purdy. no peter great stuff thanks for coming as always man but 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 wait a second i do need to just say one thing yes i'm probably in the media uh more of a brock purdy guy than almost everybody and the reason is that i've been in the stadium for a few of his games i've been in the stadium to see him you know, beat Dallas 42 to 10. Um, and in his first start against Miami a year and two months ago, or whenever it was, uh, when he just throttled Miami without any preparation, I think he's going to turn out to be a much better quarterback than the people who say it's all about the talent around him think he will be. Thank you, Peter. See you, man. Right, Enjoy the weekend, Peter. Thanks a lot, Ron. Insider Calls brought to you by Old Spice Gentleman's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization because men have skin, too. The 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge, Route 19 in Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Ron, every time we've had Peter on, he mentions Russell I know, Wilson. I know, and it's like three times today. Before we, you prompted him. I mean, ask him about it. This is incredulent. When's Jay Caulfield coming? Uh, on? High noon. High noon. So at the top of the hour here, let's talk about some of what Peter King just did, and we'll also get into the Aroldis Chapman thing a little bit. But but this is fresh now, and and every time 
he has mentioned Russell Wilson. And the list of teams you mentioned with the fan base, he picked Cleveland, right? The, the, yeah, yeah. There's just a topic up here on ESPN. Who uh, is the who? Who is more cursed, Bills fans or Cowboys fans? They what? included Dallas. <laughs> They, they beat been, the Bills twice in a row in the they, Super Bowl. But I'm, I'm, right now, they yeah. haven't been to a Super Bowl in 30 years. When they have a Music City miracle, when they have not <laughs> one but two wide rights, when they have all of that, we can have a conversation. The Cowboys. And also, a very, I think, to me, the most intriguing offensive coordinator candidate. Peter talked about him. We'll do all of that next Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com. Occasional rain temperature rising to 43. Ron, I believe you have a message I for the I do, people. Joe, and I want to talk about how I did uh, see a Mr. Rooter plumbing truck. There's 50 of them out on the road. I say my challenge every day is to find one. And again, I pull into my get-go off of 228 to get some gas this morning. And there's a Mr. Rooter plumbing truck. He was just sitting there right next to me. This time I walked over. I tapped on his wheel. I said, hey, uh, I talk about Mr. Rooter and seeing the trucks. I said, I'm going to mention you on the radio today. He goes, good. My name's Johnny. So, Johnny, if you're listening, I'm, I'm sure you're at somebody's home or business fixing a plumbing problem. But I saw your Mr. Rooter plumbing truck, and uh, I, I told you I'd mention your name, and I'm a man of my word. There's over 50 of those trucks out on the road. I smile when I see one. Not because somebody has a plumbing problem, but because they had a good sense to call 412-Rooter2. 412-Rooter2. Mr. Rooter Plumbing has been in this market going on 21 years. They truly are the best. Write down the number again, and maybe Johnny will show up at your home or business. 412-Rooter2. Uh, the website is a good one, MrRooterPittsburgh.com. I can't recommend them enough. They are Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.